Welcome to day four of Small Moves That Matter. Each day in December, I'm offering you one five-minute teaching in partnership with 31 amazing women. And each offering is a simple move, a small move that matters that will make some part of your life hopefully way better. Each guest worked really hard to boil down the topic that I asked them to come teach us into a five-minute teaching. Each guest also has a gift for you, a free gift, which you can get when you're in our free community. So in order to be part of that, you just have to go to plansimple.com slash small moves and sign up and you'll join our community and you'll get instant access. And if you're already part of our community, you don't have to sign up again. Just come join the conversation. All right. We want everyone to join the conversation because it's really fun to be in conversation when you're trying to make change. And it's really good practice to share your ahas, to tell others what you've learned, even from a small five-minute teaching because it really helps you integrate that learning in a way that makes sense to you. And it's unbelievable how in one five-minute teaching, 50 people can see 50 different little pieces. It's fascinating. So I highly recommend you come share. And if that's not motivating enough, because we're so passionate about the transformation that can happen when you do share your ahas, we are giving away prizes based on participation. So if prizes motivate you more, then head on over for the prizes. All right. So today I want you to meet a genealogist. Her name is Dana Jones. And she actually, along with quite a few of these 31 amazing women who are sharing their small moves that matters, is also part of Flow 365, a very valued member. And she has this great idea that I could not resist putting into this lineup. Because I don't know about you, but have you ever gotten into a situation during a holiday meal where you find yourself debating? debating something that you don't particularly even want to debate debate like on that day much less any day and yet you find yourself doing it with those you love so what if at the next holiday gathering rather than doing that you learn to ask some engaging questions about your family and you capture heartfelt family stories and then you Learn in this strategy that you're going to hear in a second how you can easily share them back out with your family. How useful would that be? All right. I'm really excited for this one personally, and I can't wait to learn more about it. So with no further ado, let's get Dana to share her five-minute move that matters. I'm Dana Jones, a professional genealogist at Generation Jones Genealogy. I research family history and analyze DNA to help folks find answers to questions about who they are and where they come from. I know that many of my clients come to me because of family stories they want to learn more about. A great place to collect these family stories is a holiday gathering, and I bet you might have one of those coming up very soon. Today, I will share tips on what to ask and how to capture and share what you hear. But first, I want to share one of my own family's stories. So if you were to ask me about my most memorable holiday gift, it would have to have been on Christmas Eve 1982 when I was almost 10. 
we had been opening gifts into the early hours of Christmas Day, and it was time to open the last present for my grandparents. I tore off the paper, carefully opened the tissue paper, and saw that the box held a railroad tie. In case you don't know, those are the big iron nails that hold railroad tracks in place. I looked at my granddad and said, Aw, granddaddy. To be honest, I was feeling a bit deflated since I had thought that this last gift would be a big gift. Then my granddad said, Dana, look over there on the carpet. I looked where he was pointing. Something had fluttered out of the box and onto the floor. I was completely shocked to see my first ever $100 bill, a crisp new Franklin that had never been circulated. So as I did with my story, when thinking about what to ask, take advantage of the festive time of year to ask questions about holiday gifts or traditions. You could ask, what was a holiday-related activity your family always did together? Or when you were growing up, what food did your family have for the holiday meal? But don't limit yourself to holiday-related topics. Ask a couple to tell the story of how they met. Other great questions are, what did you like to do for fun as a kid? What was your first job? What was one thing your family did every week, every summer, or every year? What was your most treasured belonging growing up? Or even, where did your name come from? No matter the topic, the question should be as detailed and specific as possible and try to evoke one of the five senses. Ask about things that they like to eat, watch, listen to, hold, or smell. Always ask follow-up questions as they pop into your mind because often those spontaneous questions lead to the best stories. All right, so now that you know what to ask, let's talk about how to capture these stories. I gathered these recommendations from my friend and professional storyteller, Rhonda Lauritsen, who has a vast experience capturing stories with her company, Evolog.life. So as they say, there's an app for that. Using your phone to record the conversation is as easy as downloading the right free app. Rhonda highly recommends Easy Voice Recorder for Android and Voice Record Pro for Apple. If you do want to use a digital voice recorder, she also has several good options for that that won't break the bank. You should expect to pay between $35 and $125 to get a quality device. A lapel mic will provide better audio quality with recording on either device. She also has several picks. Expect to pay between $10 and $100. One last thing about the capture. Always have a backup device on hand in case something goes wrong. And since most everyone has a smartphone these days, you will likely have many backup options at any family gathering. All right, so now that you have a recording, there are several easy ways to share and preserve it. You could upload it to inexpensive thumb drives to hand out at the next family get-together. You could also create a folder in the cloud, you know, think Google Drive or an equivalent, and invite your family via email to access it. Another option would be to create a private Facebook page or set up a private website to house the audio that only family members could access. If you would like to share your stories in written form, the voice to text option in word processing software can provide you with a decent first draft to use as a starting point. Or if you prefer someone else to do the transcribing, Rhonda has several good recommendations for online resources. So beyond sharing these stories with your living family, it is very important to consider how to ensure that these stories are preserved and passed down to future generations. You can donate a copy of the audio to your local archive, library, or historical or genealogical society. And FamilySearch.org, which is a free genealogy site run by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, welcomes audio uploads to their shared family tree. They even have an easy-to-use tutorial in the Help Center on their website. Okay, now, while the ideas are fresh, 
I want you to write down at least three questions to ask at your upcoming family holiday events. Do you know what questions will work best with your family? I hope that you have fun gathering, sharing, and preserving your family's stories. And I also hope that they help you avoid those dreaded conversation topics like politics and religion. Small moves are deceptive. They seem so simple. And when repeated, they can add up to big change. They can cause ripple effects through your life and your business and your community and your family. So what's your next step? I want you to decide now. What's your aha? What did you just learn? And don't forget to come share that and to get your free gift over in our community. Again, if you're not already part of the community, just go to plansimple.com, find the link, sign yourself up, come join in the conversation. And one more thing. Small moves are simple, but they're not always easy. And that's why I want to make sure that you know that you're invited to join us in Flow 365. Flow 365 is our year-long program where we hold your hand through changes, through all the little things. And Flow 365 is not about learning what to do. It's not about learning. It's There's nothing you can get behind on in Flow 365. Most of the time, we know what we need to do. We've bought courses. We've bought books that tell us all the things. So flow is the place you come so that you can integrate it all. All the things you already know intuitively and from learning and all the things that you might continue to figure out. And you integrate this in a sustainable way, in a rhythm that makes sense to your system. Flow 365 is about implementation. It's about finishing, about fulfilling promises to yourself. It's about turning those small moves into a new way of being. It's about choosing what really matters to you now and making that part of your days, your weeks, your months again and again. We vision, we plan, and we get you the most loving accountability for the things that you want to do and for the way that you want to be. And you consistently make small moves each week that do become big change. And oh my goodness, it is so fun to see that those lit up faces when that big change, when someone finally sees that they have created this amazing change in their life. It happens pretty much every Friday. So don't wait till the last minute. Check it out. Get on a call with me or just give yourself the gift of following through in a way that feels so good this coming year. Enrollment is open and I hope that you come grab your spot.